Welcome everyone. I'm Marnie Nesher, publisher of the Central New York Business Journal. I would like to welcome everyone to our latest CNY Business Journal interview series. Stay up to date by viewing our website daily at cnybj.com for the news and impact the coronavirus is having on every business in Central New York. Your subscription to the Central New York Business Journal is more vital than ever. If you're not currently a subscriber, please sign up by going to our website again at cnybj.com. Now I'd like to introduce Randy Saborin, owner of Metro Fitness, a local health and cl uh, fitness club with two locations, one in Fayetteville and downtown Syracuse. Randy, thank you for joining me today. Well, thanks for, um, for having me, Marnie. Well, my pleasure and, and very interested to learn a little bit more about you and how you're dealing uh, with the pandemic. So let's start out by telling us more about Metro Fitness. Uh, how long have you been around for and what do you specialize in? Well, Metro Fitness, uh, this is our, ironically, our 25th anniversary year. Quite a, quite a year to celebrate, huh? But um, I started Metro Fitness as personal fitness, a small personal training studio in downtown Syracuse in 1995. Uh, my passion was to be a physical education teacher, but it was very difficult to find a job in the early 80s, um, 90s, and uh, turned my passion into uh, the fitness industry. Um, so that kind, our foundation has always been strong in personal training. Um, Although we've evolved a great deal in 25 years into, you know, our current offerings, which still is very heavily um, in personal training. I had uh, medical exercise experience. I opened up a post rehab medical exercise facility and shared space with Krauss Hospital's outpatient physical therapy department for 15 years. So dabbled a lot in uh, in, in rehab and brought that into our, our uh, health clubs as well. So all of our trainers have to have backgrounds in exercise science and, and, and be very specialized certifications. So that's a really our strongest um, offering through the, through the uh, company. All right, and then can I ask what phase uh, is your business fall into for the reopening? Well, we're, we're, we're gonna open um, with some restrictions in phase two. Um, it, you, as long as your gatherings are less than 50, then uh, phase two um, with your appropriate, um, uh, you know, social distancing and, and signage and um, disinfecting, uh, we're, we're preparing for that now. And it is, we're, we're probably going to open one location first. Um, it's going to be, would be very challenging to simultaneously control two environments. I say that to you, but we're not completely sure. We're evaluating whether that's going to be a possibility or not right now. And, and that is uh, actually one of my questions. What are you doing to prepare? What is it that you feel like you need to do? And have you received any uh, specific guidelines from the county or the governor as to what was mandated? Or is it really up to you to make a decision? Well, I've been doing watching a lot of webinars, you know, that are industry specific because our industry is is unique, and I think a lot of uh, business owners are looking to their industry leaders to help them design. And of course, CDC and your state officials are going to ultimately uh, give you the okay with your with your plan. But um, the safety uh, of our staff and our members is the priority. 
So we've looked into um, the disinfecting distribution equipment. For us, because we have a large footprint, you know, it's going to be more than just a spray bottle and a, and a, a rag. We've gone ahead and purchased a misting distribution system that can quickly um, spray the appropriate disinfectant, which is rated to kill COVID, and it has to sit on the equipment for a period of time. So we'll be periodically closing the studio to disinfect areas um, and then throughout the day. And, and signage, lots of signage, you know, with uh, emphasizing social distancing. Um, we're evaluating, taking temperatures, masks, uh, sneeze guards for the front desk and gloves, you know, all of that certain areas that are just not going to be accessible. We're, we're looking at opening in phases, just like um, businesses are opening in phases. So when we open, we'll be in what we consider phase one, and that will restrict uh, certain areas of the club. We won't, we're not going to open up our steam rooms. Um, lockers will be marked off. Only certain will be available. They have to pick their key at the front desk. No towels, no water cups, no water. They're going to bring their own water. So, um, you know, we're just trying to keep it as safe and, and disinfected for everybody. Sounds challenging. And then what about, uh, I'm just curious myself in regards to masks, what is the protocol and how does somebody actually work out with a mask, especially cardio? Yeah, it's, well, you know, Marnie, it's a, it's a great question in our industry. You know, what's, we don't want to risk anybody having a cardiovascular episode because they have a restriction in their airway. In a mask, you know, um, could present some breathing challenges for uh, members while they're exercising. So that's why we're leaning more towards the temperature taking, you know, at the, uh, at the entrance. And, um, you know, that our staff may be required to wear them. But uh, as far as people exercising, you know, we may just res resort in, in the temperature uh, taking. Uh, and still, everything is day to day because it hasn't been told to us specifically what we have to have our members um, do to access the club. So if it's left up to us, then um, we'll probably lean towards the temperature. Okay. And can you share, um, were you able to take advantage of any stimulus that was offered? Yeah, that was a painful process, as, uh, as a lot of business owners, I'm sure, have shared, but we, we did. And uh, we are, you know, we have been mandated to be closed. So we have not got a lot of staff. We have a few trainers that are doing virtual training and some managers that are still working. But for the most part, I had to lay everybody off. So now the PPP funds are going to be utilized to bring them back in, in this, you know, first phase of ours for, you know, training and operations and, and custodial. So we were able to use it. Um, it's going to be a challenge on the timeline that they're giving us because we basically have you know, two months of not being able to bring employees on. There's nothing for them to do if we are mandated to be closed. So what kind of, uh, after this pandemic, what service offerings might you change or offer um, 
as a result, are you going to be offering more virtual classes or is this still a kind of day by day? Yeah. Yeah, no, there, there's no question. The, there's going to be a shift and a change in the way people's uh, exercise behaviors. Some are going to be very comfortable to come right back. Others are going to wait. Others are just going to look to virtual. So we're going to continue to offer virtual personal training as an option. We also are um, online doing um, online classes, you know, live Facebook classes. We're looking to our software um, company that we use to be able to post uh, recorded workouts from our instructors. And yes, virtual is going to is going to stay, and a lot of people are going to be more comfortable with that. At least, you know, in the early days of this, until we get to a vaccine and you know, people, it's going to take some time for people to get real comfortable in um, environments like, uh, like gyms. You know, for us, we're a small controlled community anyway. We're not a, lar a low price, high volume experience. So we've always had a fairly small community of patrons. So it's going to be easier for us, I think, to maintain a safe environment for a smaller community. But we're guilty by association and that we're still considered a health club, even though we're more of a specialized hybrid boutique health club. So you have a lot of challenges ahead of you. Um, as businesses reopen, downtown Syracuse most likely will continue with uh, some workers continuing to work remotely. How will that affect your business since you have a downtown location? Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I mean I've been personally in in contact with a lot of members. We have a very we've been very transparent in uh, keeping uh, trying to stay out in front with our communications, and uh, I, the personal training clients that we do work with either live or work downtown already, and uh, even if they're remote, um, that'll be an option for virtual. But to come in, at least for personal training, I think our personal training will gain the most traction, the fastest. Um, the independent access, we're going to have people actually schedule their independent time so we can control the population. But that's going to be a variable. We're just going to have to wait and see, you know, how many people are coming back to work in their first phase. Um, or maybe it's going to be phase two. Any other thing, Marty, is we're coming into the slowest possible time in our industry is summertime. So summertime is um, a time where a lot of our members do a little less in-club workout and do a little more, you know, out, outdoor activity. So we emphasize our personal training in this uh, quarter coming up anyway. And, uh, and we do encourage members to be active even by getting outside and, and riding their bike or running. So with all these new restrictions and business challenges uh, that you'll be facing in the industry, do you expect that the fitness centers as an industry will have to increase their rates just to keep operating? I, I don't know. I mean, that's a tough, that's a tough question because um, a lot of franchises, you know, you, the independent operator can't make those decisions. That's all governed by, you know, corporate you know, which is different for us. You know, we're a, we're a local private uh, company with 25 years of, of history and service to the community. You know, we'll, we'll be evaluating um, pricing, um, programming. You know, a lot of our programs involve small groups. 
you know, we do, um, you know, a lot of weight loss uh, programs where we can get 20 people enrolled in a program. So we're going to have to think programs through like that. And how can we still have opportunity to be involved in a six or eight week outcome based program, whether it's a weight loss or, you know, a reboot for your fitness and health and do it somehow independently, but give you an assignment to be part of a group as well. So you feel that commitment to a team uh, and what the cost is, is, you know, going to be driven by the consumer. We're just going to, it's going to be a, a wait and see as we go through this. Well, you have all these additional costs that you now need to implement, especially all these cleaning costs. So how do you even, you know, determine what is a good price and what's not a good price? I mean, you can't sustain all those costs yourself. You, you do need to be able to make a profit. So it's a, I know it's a big burden. I'm just wondering if you have, um, you have any guidance from the industry itself as to what, what they're planning on doing or they're just, everybody's kind of trying to figure yeah. it out. We're looking, you know, again, the webinars that the industry has been putting out have been very helpful. Although, you know, state to state, things are a little different, but there, I think virtual is going to help because we're going to go to a paid subscription eventually. Right now, we've been doing a lot of free, um, you know, live classes just to keep our members engaged with something. A lot of our members are still paying dues and we gave them the option also, um, you know, to either freeze, uh, take a month at zero with no charge, uh, freeze for $10, or just pay your regular dues if you want to support the club. And we've, we've received a lot of continued support. So we're trying to do whatever we can for free. But now once we get back and operating, we may be moving to a paid platform to continue to reach, you know, on a virtual level. And that would be money that could help us also support the club needs, even though we're going out virtually. And there are other amenities that I don't know if we're going to be bringing back that did, you know, cost money like towels, you know, right away, we're not going to be able to, you know, give our members towels and then launder them because, you know, we don't want to put our staff at risk to be handling used soil towels from members. So members will be required to bring in their own towel, their own water bottle, you know, a lot of, so that's going to cut down on costs for us to be, because we did, we do provide a lot of those amenities. But initially, we're, we're not going to open with, with very many amenities. So these are obviously very stressful times for everyone. Um, have any recommendations for stress-relieving exercises for the community or physical activities that we can do at home while we wait for uh, you to reopen? Yeah, I mean, you've got to – I always use the word balance, Marnie you know, you've got to find balance, you know, in life in general, exercise, taking care of your body and your mind. Uh, everything starts to me with that, whether you're going to be, you know, good around your family or a good uh, employee or a business owner. You know, if you don't take care of yourself first as the top priority, uh, there's a big compromise in, in, in the rest of your day and how you're handling uh, things. There are lots of things you can do. Um, outside in your house the weather's getting better go for a walk uh do things with your spouse my wife and i bicycle together go for runs together um take this time to uh get some yoga some meditation something for your mind mindfulness people are really stressed out and that's why there's so many resources i just put up a resource on linkedin the other day for all the 
wellness uh, services that are available if, if people need um, find that they need some uh, some mental health uh, support. But um, some of the best things you can do is just for now be outside, be active as much as you can. And certainly, there's a ton of um, virtual options that are on social media. And uh, all you got to do is Google to find a, a free online yoga class right now. But um, stay active, stay positive, you know, and be optimistic. Things are going to improve and life will return to some level of normalcy in the near future. And I'm sure there'll be a vaccine and everything will be in the review mirror soon. And uh, but in the meantime, you know, how your attitude is, is, is a big uh, how you decide to take on the day. And, and just do the best you can with, you know, the weather that God provides us, right? <laughs> yes, indeed, in central New York. And we'll end on actually on that note. Thank you, Randy, for spending time with me. It's been very informative, and I, and I wish you lots of success with your reopening into the, the health industry, the fitness industry in general. Everyone, please stay healthy during this challenging time. Every one of us has been impacted. We will persevere as a community. We are resilient. Thank you. Thank you, Marnie.